Welcome to the Gospel Addict Podcast. I'm Greg Bryan. And I'm Jim Resky. We're gospel addicts because we believe the gospel of Jesus isn't just good news, it's the best news ever. We're addicted to the gospel because it doesn't just start us out in the Christian life, it is the Christian life. Join us as we look at the Bible through the lens of the gospel. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, you're listening to the Gospel Addict Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Bryan, joined with my co-host, Jim Resky. Jim, how are you? Fantastic, Greg. How are you doing? Doing well. We're at the end of uh, another year, and we've looked back, and we've seen like over, well over 10,000 downloads from all these different countries. We talked about it recently on one of our, our podcasts. Pretty exciting how God's Word is spreading all over the globe. You know, oh, yeah, it is. And it's exciting that we have one tiny, tiny, tiny little drop in that ocean or one little part uh, that we're able to play a part in it. That's exciting for any Christian to do. It's all what we really want, right? To have something to do with the Lord's will and something to do with advancing his kingdom on earth and for him to use us in any way possible. So, yeah, it's really exciting. And and I'm excited about what we're going to talk about tonight. Greg. Yeah. Do you want to introduce it? We are going to talk about the book of Galatians. Uh, both of us are going to speak on Galatians uh, and coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and I uh, I had already signed up for the second half of Galatians and I was kind of twisting your arm, Greg, to sign up for the first half so we could tag team on it and do it together. And uh, super excited about it because such a great exposition of the gospel. Absolutely. I The book of Galatians, what a unique letter from Paul. And right away, when you read it, it stands out from the other epistles. Yeah. Um, because Paul normally has his greetings, which he has in this, but then usually he he kind of goes into this like um how he's praying for them and some sort of like really positive, encouraging note. But in this one, you can tell he's really upset. Yeah. It's, it's a little a, bit um, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, but he's upset because kind of like our podcast, the gospel addict podcast, we believe the gospel is the key to everything. Right. And uh, what was happening in a church that uh, the churches in Galatia that Paul founded is other teachers uh, crept in and started um, adding to the gospel. That's right. Adding to the to the uh, the power of the of of the real gospel, and and so Paul felt the need to write this letter, and I, you you almost sense the urgency, mm-hmm. and you sense his um, incredible um, passion to try to wake the people up from what's happening. Yeah, so it's like I said, it's argumentative. It's he's almost almost um angry at times like the the that uh false teachers are coming in and leading these people astray and leading them away from the real gospel but yeah there's a um urgency in his voice uh but but he he almost like he comes out swinging like he's it does it's yeah yeah. there's some harsh pretty bold verses in here yeah it's a real bold attack on legalism which is based on works Um, that's right it is, um, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's really great. So we should tell the listeners kind of what we're going to do. So if, if we'll see how this goes, but we might just do 
a podcast on each chapter of Galatians because there's so much in here. It'd be nice to just kind of study them one book at a time. And we'll see, maybe maybe we break the podcast into two podcasts per chapter, maybe just one per chapter, but I think that's kind of, we're going to go go through it kind of slowly and kind of learn what we can learn from it. Right, right. So if we start out like in that, in the chapter one, he just, he just gives a strong warning against leaving the true gospel. So why don't we dive in and read some of it? And, you know, I, I found, um, I recently came across uh, um, the J.B. Phillips translation of the New Testament. Um, you know, it's 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 not my go-to translation, but mm-hmm. um, just to kind of do something a little different, um, sometimes it's good to read the Bible in, in a different translation. Um, I thought maybe we could use his translation um, tonight. And so, what did you say? You knew something about the history of the J.B. Phillips translation, like do you Well, I know it was written right around or be, uh, right right after World War II, and uh, by obviously J.B. Phillips. Um, other than that, I don't I don't know too much about it, but I know that um, I, I guess what really caught my eye is, and I'm going to jump ahead to chapter three. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I, I, I think maybe we'll start here. In chapter three, listen to what J.B. Phillips, how he translates chapter three, the first, uh, the first few verses. He says, Oh, you dear idiots of Galatia, who saw Jesus Christ, the crucified, so plainly, who, who has been casting a spell over you? I will ask you one simple question. Did you receive the Spirit of God by trying to keep the law? or by believing the message of the gospel. Surely, you can't be so idiotic as to think that a man begins his spiritual life in the spirit and then completes it by reverting to outward observances. So um, when I heard that, I just, I just thought that was like, um, and, and in every translation, it's, it's, it's a very, very strong language, but I just thought that was really interesting, uh, the way he in, in the New International Version, he says, you foolish Galatians, not you idiotic Galatians, and says, who has bewitched you, and are you so foolish, but not like, are you, are you such idiots? So, but maybe that's a, if, if there's a, if that's a translation that doesn't pull any punches. Right. The perfect translation for Galatians, because that's what Paul's doing, not pulling any punches. So, but so oh, he really is trying to, he's got the alarms going off, you know, yeah. he's, he's trying to wake the people up to what's happening. Yeah, and how they've drifted away from the gospel and kind of turned back. And we've talked about we talk about this a lot on the podcast that the default setting of the human heart is always towards performance and works. Yeah, that's right. And so it's easy for people to when they first come to know Jesus to receive Him as a gift to receive to receive the gift of salvation by grace through faith. And start out that way, but then to quickly drift back into some sort of performance or work mentality. And the background of Galatians, the big picture, let me start this, Greg, and you can take take off or fill in the gaps, but it's that, you know, Paul had set up these churches in Galatia, which is a region in modern-day Turkey, right? So there were some Roman villages towards the southern part of that middle part of Turkey. He had been there as a missionary journey, set up these churches. But then after he left, other 
Christians came by and they were uh I don't know if Judeo Christians or Jewish Christians, but they basically Judaizers. They were called Judaizers. Judaizers. So they so said they were, they were Jewish, but then they became Christians. Um once they heard the gospel, they responded to the gospel, but then they wanted to bring all that Jewish tradition into the Christian faith and and make people um obey the the laws and uh and basically it just became legalism right and so this is so they were saying is i heard this phrase and maybe i got it from you Greg. It's, it was jesus plus right yeah. and they're saying it's great that you believe in jesus for your salvation it's fantastic it's exactly true it's right you're saved from by jesus amen you got it. that's right now however well, you that's not enough you need you need to do that and also keep the jewish law keep keep the law right and be a good person and do all these other things in particular circumcision was one thing but other things yes. too if you say you've got yes 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 jesus saves you so i, I don't think they were arguing with that they say you have, you have salvation through jesus but you have on top of that you have to perform you have to do these other things this um to keep the law as well so that's why people summarize everybody saying yeah it's jesus but jesus plus not yes that's right and then if you think about the apostle paul his ministry was to the gentiles so those are non-jewish people right and so they were uncircumcised and so one of the big issues for these new um christians was you know the judaizers said you need to be circumcised right 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 you know and uh and so paul got really upset because you know, he, like, like we say on this podcast, we come to Christ. Our salvation is through, by faith, through grace, through Christ alone. And so is our sanctification. That's it. That's our sanctification is um, through the gospel. We're sanctified right. by the gospel. The, so, man, the, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. And um, so... Let me let me just read the uh, the first paragraph of chapter one, and again, this is the Phillips translation. He says, "I, Paul, who who am appointed and commissioned a messenger, not by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. I and all the brothers with me send the churches in Galatia greeting, grace and peace to you from God the Father and our, and from our Lord Jesus Christ." who, according to the Father's plan, gave himself for our sins and thereby rescued us from the present evil world order. To him be glory forever and ever. So right there in his greetings, you know, he, he kind of reminds them of the gospel. It was the Father's plan, you know, who gave Jesus for our sins and thereby rescued us um, from this present world evil. So... um but then this is where in his normal letters, he would have like a couple paragraphs of like, hey, I'm praying for you. I'm really encouraged about your faith. And but he just turns and. Um, you want to read that next paragraph? Well, before we know, there's a lot of still in this paragraph. And so and we don't have to do it word by word, but I did. I was starting to uh, look at um, Luther's commentary on Galatians. And there's a reason for that. I mean, I, uh, I was listening to a, a Keller sermon on Galatians, and he's mentioned this story several times about the Great Awakening, Great Awakening that took place 
in the United States and Europe in the 1700s, where uh, John and Charles Wesley, the brothers, uh, were um, uh, really launched uh, through the Methodist Church and others, I think, through uh, just launched an incredible revival. And over hundreds of thousands of people uh, were saved, and it really um, started churches uh, on both sides of the Atlantic and really kind of had a great impact on kind of the history of Western civilization and the path it took, right? So in a lot of different ways. But what really launched all that, if you remember the story, was that both of them were Christians that were kind of burned out. And they were, I think they were already missionaries or they were already in Christian service trying to do all kinds of great things. They were really burned out. And they were at a prayer meeting where someone was reading Luther's commentary on Galatians. And in mm -hmm. Luther's commentary on Galatians, Luther at one point says, so then have we nothing to do no nothing and those words just like just lit a fire in and, and, and i can't remember if it was john wesley or charles wesley, one of the two brothers so much so that he said that everyone saw his the, the reaction on his face they started praying for him immediately he said when he left the prayer meeting he said i couldn't even feel the ground underneath my feet it was like like his whole life just changed and what he got was the gospel right but he was already a believer but he got this idea that the gospel is not just for my justification, it's for my sanctification as well. It's everything. The gospel is everything, mm. right? Not just ABCs, the A to Z, like we always say, right? So it's absolutely everything. And so that Luther's commentary on Galatians, right? so it's so significant to them, I pulled it up and tried to find an English translation. I was looking at it. And and there's some just uh, just interesting stuff as he goes phrase by phrase in here. And, he, and one thing he, Luther said in his commentary on this is that, Paul doesn't waste any space. He doesn't waste any words. This introduction, all of it kind of echoes everything that's going to come later. Like all the all the themes in here he's doing for purpose and effect because he's going to really revisit them later and get them home. So the gospel comes out right here at the beginning. And I think you see it in that phrase, um, grace and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to the Father's plan, gave himself for our sins. And the Greek, I, I not that I'm a Greek scholar, but there's from the commentary says he gave himself as a substitute for our sins in our place. So he's like packing the whole gospel in here saying it is a complete gift, right? It's, it's Jesus gave himself for, for us as our substitute, not something you earn, not something you've achieved, not something you accomplish, but, the, but according to God's perfect plan, that's the, a gift that you receive from him. And then, Sorry, go on one more second in the next phrase. And thereby rescued us from the present evil world order uh, that, that we are rescued. And you wouldn't, you know, you um, you just wouldn't go to any other leader of any religion like Buddha or, or Muhammad. And, and they don't claim to rescue. They don't promise to rescue. They don't offer to rescue you, right? They um, show you the way. But anyway, the, so the one little thing I got, Greg, from my little reading of starting to read Luther's commentary was that the entire gospel is all packed in this little intro, and it creates themes that are then echoed later throughout the whole book. That That's a classic work that Martin Luther wrote, his uh, commentary on the book Galatians. And in that commentary, he says that he loved Galatians so much, it was like his wife. So... <laughs> I, which, it's almost which like us would say today, right? So, so you know, you could say Luther had two wives. One was the book of Galatians, and one was, you know, his his wife. And but no, I mean, there's no written record of how his wife felt about that statement, right? So, 
And I think that, that, I mean, the book of Galatians changed his life. Mm, yes. Yes. No. And, uh, and that's, that's what caused him to read it. I saw some, it's a very thick, uh, commentary that he wrote on the book of Galatians, but, um, that's powerful. I appreciate you sharing that. I appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, the gospel's right there, right at the beginning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Addict Podcast. Feel free to contact us via email at gospeladdictpodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. And remember, on your worst days, you're never beyond the reach of God's grace. And on your best days, you're never beyond the need of God's grace. See you next time.